I once I was you know, you, we we corresponded. I looked you up in the Bodleian Library. Oh, the Distance again. And I found your novel. Yes. The Distance at all, was I? Yes. That's my great. That was my great moment. It did very very well. It wouldn't be a trilogy, and I've never finished the others. I'm ashamed of that. Oh yes, it did very well. I had a lovely. But let me. You're teaching me here. Oh, you've got all these lovely modern typewriters, haven't you? Mm. And the difficulty is I can hardly get upstairs at the moment with my knees and I think I want to get... Yes. Well, some of this I can't help you. But, um, well, whatever you've got... Wait a moment. So I'm a very quick reader, it's all right. You see, I, I, and mine is more, you might say, friendly and... Uh, one for life. I, I have never listened. Oh, somebody's not started yet. Mm. Now, that doesn't tell you when I meet you. Mm. And Mrs. St. Ruth, I never met, but I know about her. Mm. You're enlightening me, isn't it? It's very interesting. Not Ram Dupa Dancing Company, Ram Gopal. Ram Gopal, right. Ram Gopal. How, how do you spell that? R-A-M, one word. Yes. G-O-P-A-L. Is a second word. Second word, yes. G-O-P. Ram Gopal. Right. Ram Gopal, yes. Ah, Sven Heddy, and I never... Yes, you'll kill me up before time. But I know Ram Dupa, there we always call Ram Gopal's company. I knew him slightly. Wait a minute. Was he an Indian? Yes. Yes. Very good looking, my beautiful dancer. I think he's still alive somewhere. He certainly isn't dancing. Oh, you know. That's all right, well, she was perhaps in love with her. You know She stayed with this, this other woman. Oh, have yeah, you met Colin Jordan? Oh, no. You can talk to him, you see. He's pleasant, great, big, burly, pleasant man. And you know, when I, oh, I met him several times. Yes. And he was a great help to me when she died. Yes. But and John Tyndall, well, of course, I tell you some, a few funny things. I think I ought to get to myself because of the, about a, a giggle about all that. But, uh, France, what do you know about France or Dio? France, yes, yes. France or Dio? Yes. Dio, Dio's niece, you know. He had some sort of continental title, I forget what. Who, oh, Prince, oh, you know about Prince Dale Rose. Who was Dior's niece? Francois. Uh, yeah, yes, she was the Couturier's niece. Yes. She was a real nice whip, like she yes. was black leather, and she was very good, very good looking, hard blonde. <laughs> and uh, she had a portrait of his mother. She married Jordan, didn't she? Huh? She married Oh, you know about all of them. Oh, yes. Well, I'm a giggle. If you know about that, well, I'm a giggle about it. Honestly, that is very funny. Yeah. Yeah, but, you see, I want you to make... she was engaged to both Tyndall and Jordan in succession. <laughs> well, well, we, we, that's all right, you know, if you know about it, well, we'll have a good laugh, because that, uh, I'm sorry, that business of, that, that car, that pig, that, uh, camp, yes. where it rained them out, I mean, I'd like to, I'm sorry to say, I just laughed till I cried. And the same with the Jordan Tyndall business. Oh, I, oh if, you, if you know about it, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. But I don't want somebody to come and cut my throat about it. But I know some things. Special brand. Oh, it is. She got thrown out, but I mean, no. 
me and Jesus, and Jesus, me, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Mind me, I think I'd best remiss Jesus, because I don't want to have other people saying I'm a socialist, but... And I didn't know till she was came to me to die, I didn't know she had friends in America. And you wait a minute, we'll, um... You see, I can get the, I can get, no, I will read this through quickly, I can get the idea. You can keep this copy, and... Sorry, may I please? Yes, yes and then, then, then we can always pick up other things. I mean, you take a while to write the book, that's it, yeah. We can, we can pick up other things, where, as, 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 um... You know, in correspondence. All oh, my funeral oration, I've got it upstairs. I put the things away carefully. And as I couldn't get upstairs, my knees were too uncomfortable the other day. I have a cottage staircase, and I don't get hacked down to the stairlift, you see. Mm. And I couldn't do it, but I've got the funeral oration, which I'm rather proud of. Mm. But I haven't got it, but I will find it. I don't say if you knew Colin John, I'm sure he's got a copy of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll get it. I'm rather proud of it. I thought, well, well, I, I'm strange, looking forward to telling you. Strange to say, I've, I've read an Italian translation of it. Oh, I'd love to see that. Well, it was in an article. Oh, I'd love to see that, because I think Italian's the most beautiful. Well, language. it was an Italian, it was, I can send you a photocopy, but it was... Oh, please do. Yes, it was published in... in I've a, never seen myself translated. Uh, <laughs> The distance never changes wasn't translated. What? Distance never changes wasn't translated. No, no, unfortunately, no, we didn't get that far. No, no, we had hopes for it, but it didn't happen. You'd have thought it could have sold quite well in Greece. Well, I would have thought myself. In fact, you see, if I'd written the other two of the children, mm. that was the trouble. Is that those two parcels down there? One of them is what I wrote at the first. And after all the years of not being satisfied, I've now got a now I've got um, a marvellous idea for the third book, when I'll ever live to, I mean, will I, will I live to write it now? Yes, well, I can help you with those. That's what I'm afraid this, this, um, political stuff. Now, you want to, re- you want to question me, you want to interview me. Well, do, do, should we start at the beginning and just go through it? Yes, I've got, now yeah. let's put this, yeah. Yeah, have you switched it on? Yeah, it's on. Now, let me get this on. See, I've been doing the same as you in this going. You don't think they'd interfere with each other, would they? Uh, well, I hope I don't know. It's working. Well... Well, here we are. Um, have you got the date from your sept- Saturday? 19th of November, 1994. Yes, now carry on, I'll you interview me. Right, well, could, could we start with her, her, her family and background? Do you, do you, do you... I know, I bet I knew her mother. You did? Her father was, her father was, um, Greek. Yes. Naturalized French, I believe. I never met him, but he died long before I came along. Yes. I met her mother, I understand her mother came from Cornwall. Yes. And had Viking ancestry. Yes. So I was told. Do you, do you know where her parents met? No. Do you know how her father came to be living in France? No, no, that I don't know. Do you think his father was in France before him? He might have been. I haven't the least right. idea. And do you have any idea of his occupation before he died? I don't remember, but I don't remember. Right. I think he was very, very nice, very respectable. Yes. Um, 
professionals, do you think, or do you think he was in business? I really don't know. I can't, yeah. I can't tell you. And what was her mother's first name? Oh, God. I can't remember. Her maiden name was Nash. Nash. Do you know, I can't remember her Christian name. Okay. Sorry. Um. Because I'm very bad. To that stage, I've stayed in France. I met her mother several times, but when Sarita burst out in in all this rash of national socialism, yes. you see, her mother was her mother had worked for the resistance. So I gathered. And of course, that was between them, and they were all yes. they quarrel like they quarrel like mad. Yes. And but when she was a girl, I believe they were great friends. Yes. But they quarrel like mad. Did her mother live in Lyon until her, her death? Her mother lived in Lyon until her death, and she was in her nineties when she died. Yes. She's a very nice lady. Well. The next question I have is, is really much more um, general and, and rather unspecific, but um, I, it, it's really taking you back to her childhood and the way she may have talked about her childhood. Well, she told me about her school days. There's something I was very much aware of, that she had a childhood horror of cruelty to animals. I think she always had that. She always had that. I think so. I know she said she wanted to call about it. Yes, yes, I've read that. I'm really crazy, I'm going to read it. No, she always, she, she always had that. I think that was in inborn. And she's, uh, she was a strict vegetarian. Yes. And uh, I think she'd been a vegetarian for years and years and years. Yes. Do you think this, this love of animals almost put her against people? I'm inclined to think it did. So that she, she valued animals more than she, people, really? Well, she could be very fond of her people. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was amazed. She's very loyal I, friend. After she, oh, she was a good friend. Loyal friend. I, as long as you didn't fly in the face of, as if you, I mean, you could be the best friend in the world to her, and if you'd drawn a moustache or spectacles on Hitler's portrait, she'd be finished with you, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. She is dead to me. She is a one dead to me. And you mustn't attack. She was mad about that. Mm -hmm. You mustn't, wherever she went, she fed straight cats and brought them home. Mm. Yes, I think that was an absolutely inborn thing. Well, you see, one of the things that I'm trying to really understand at the moment, because I, I've read all her books, or at least most of them. You said you had difficulty getting hold of someone. Well, right? one or two, yes. You had as many as I could. As many as I could um, well, we could look at them after. The early ones about yes. Some, one of them. The one that I am missing is one called Hart v. Kruppstahl. Hart v. Kruppstahl, a German title. Hardest crime. Oh, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't got that, so I haven't even, I've not even heard of it. No, well, I just saw a reference to it in the list. No, I don't know. Did she ever speak of an early visit to Italy? No, no, In I the 1920s? She might have done, but she travelled so much, you see. No, this was still when she was a student, in the 20s. No, I don't recollect it, but she no. might have told me, I might have forgotten. Might have All been. right. She went to... She was, she was, she was, she took a degree in Athens, I think. Yes, I know that. Mm. Yes. What uh, do you think? Uh, it, she, she's, she's spoken of a, a, a She spoke, say, seven or eight languages, you know. Yes. She's spoken of a, of a Lenten pilgrimage to Palestine in April 1929. Never heard of that. Well, in a way it's rather interesting that you haven't. What I'd like to Never, that would remember that, definitely. What do you think were the root causes of her anti-Semitism? When do you think she first decided the Jews were a bad thing? I've never been able to understand that. I think it's so awful because I've had some good friends do, you see. Yes. I mean, she, I have a picture she drew some out. I'll, I'll try and root it out to me. 
and it's, it's in, in, in interleaved in Robert Graves' white goddess. Should create a bit the perfect Aryan typing on yeah. the other sea might. Yeah. She if she was with anybody, she would saw anybody, they looked up and said, That man, that man. Ooh, you see that man there, he is a Jew. She we went when we went to Greece the first time, she didn't want to sleep. You went to Greece together? Yes, oh yes, yes. that's what I want to yes. She she didn't want to lie, we sat aft on the deck. Yes. In uh, Bunks, who yes. yes. was a, you know, a deck party. Yes, and she spotted a Jew. And there was a very them. nice young man who she thought was a Jew. Yes. He was very friendly with some kind of sisterhood, you know, semi-nuns, you know, with 30, going to Beirut. Mm. And they all were good friends together. And she kept saying, that young man, he is a Jew, he is a Jew, he is a Jew. I said, well, for heaven's sake, I don't care. If he's just trying to pass baboon, he's all right. The man's all right. What are you worrying about? You've no idea when this started. She didn't want to lie mm. in the bunk too near to him. Well, I mean, when she never... But gave, I don't understand She it. never gave an indication of, of what started her off on. Well, if I'd asked, you see, I always avoided the subject. Yes, I can see. Because I didn't, you know, I, I didn't like it. Yes. And it was a thing about her I tried to... When do you think that, I mean... Wh wh In the end, I told her, don't write me letters about the scribes of the Jews. Well, let's, let's go to the opposite side. What do you think were her original sources of, of, of this conviction in the mission of the Aryan race? I mean... Is oh, it, she was mad about that. Yes, but what, what started her all? I mean, I've never it, uh, really known. Books? Um, I've never really known. teachers in everything, when she, she tried to write fiction rather badly sometimes, she's not good at it. And every ball her here and there in her flats and blonde and couldn't do a wrong thing. Mm. Oh yes, it was a fairy, a fairy tale prince and princess with golden hair all the time. Well, you know she went to India in the early 30s. Yes. What I've been trying to get to the bottom of it is why did she decide to up sticks from Europe and go all the way to India? She, she'd been oh, studying she, in Greece. Well, she decided all I know. She, she, my, my side of her, what I know, my side of her, it's from the, we were both by mutual interest in ancient Greece and ancient Egypt. Yes. Well, when, I, I gather that when she was young, when she was, when she was a girl, young girl, mm. she had to have an idol or an ideal. Yes. And it used to be Alexander the Great. Yes. And when she was a girl, she used to imagine that she knew him, and I think she imagined he made love, she made love to him. Mm. Well, I mean, I had a craze, I had a craze on the Duke of Monmouth when mm. I was a girl, school girl. Mm. He didn't make love to me, but I imagine he used to imagine a friend with him. Yes. Alexander the Great couldn't do, because he's very interesting, couldn't do wrong. And then she thought the truth was to be found in ancient Greece. Mm. The truth, you know, the truth and everything that should be in all the truth and rightness and no, 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 all this so found in ancient Greece. And after a while, she decided that the truth must be, was to be found in India. You know, the, the well, that was because she was already, she'd already picked up the ideas of there being an Indo-European race. That's right, yeah, that's what I think, Do you yes. think, do you think the... And then she went to India to see and find the truth there. Do you think it was, do you think she, uh, she wrote this thesis on Kairis, the Oh, Kairis. she had a cupboard full of, cupboard that full thesis. of thesis, thesis. That, that's really about, um, I think, uh, uh, I've not read any of those. I, I've, I've, I've looked at that. 
but I mean, it's essentially about a, um, a theological uh, figure in the period of the Greek um, wars of independence in the 1820s and 1830s. Who's the theological figure? Kyries. Theophilus Kyries, the subject of her thesis. Yes, but he's a, he's a modern, modern. Well, his dates were something like 1780 through yes, about yes, 1840. Yes, he's not classical. No. I don't know so him at what, all. What I'm saying is that her, her studies were in sort of, in a way, modern Greek history. Was she also well, very interested in, in ancient Greece? Oh, ancient Greece. Well, that's what we used to talk about then. Right. I I'd always intended to study ancient Greece, but mm. I, you see, I came to London in 1937 uh, to, be a, uh, to be a costume designer. I was a costume mm. designer. Costume, a theatrical designer, not a great one, but I made a living. And uh, I once discovered the uh, discovered ancient Greek, mm. the picture of the cupbearer and the mm. and the pillars. I mean, in the thirties, when Evans was beavering away there, yes. and then when he turned up in art books, you see, my father was was an artist. And I said, oh, you know, I had you over, this is nice. And then I found Pendleberry's Archaeology of Crete in the, in the Westminster Library. And I thought, oh, I'd like to read all about this. And I did those, how do you know the women have those wonderful dresses? How did those wonderful, I did all that dressmaking stuff in those days. One day, I'm going to go into that seriously, but I won't do it now because my business now is to learn my job mm. and learn theatrical costume. Mm. But I mm. deliberately mm. put it at one side and when I feel, and then when I met Sumitra, that's when it weighed up. Right. That's when it was because I, I, it's contemporary, the, the good, the interesting days of Crete are more or less, well, the fate, the end of Crete. Is contemporary with the Amarna period in Egypt. Yes, yes. And I'm just old enough to remember satisfactorily the opening of Tutankhamun's tomb, which yes. was two days before my ninth birthday. Yes. Which is open two days before my ninth birthday. And I read it and I followed it all through the years and I thought it was I, and they used to be my, Akhenaten, Nefertiti and Tutankhamun used yes. to be my imaginary friends. Yes. You know, a school children, yeah, my, yeah. my friends. And of course, creatures tied up with that. And then then I, I'll tell, I, I will tell you myself how I met Savitri. It's quite interesting. Yes. And, and that, that's it. And that started me on Crete. And that's why I'm so grateful to Savitri because the most interesting part of my life and the one real success I had with the distance was through that, I might never, it might never have happened if I hadn't known Savitri. You wouldn't have come to write the novel. Uh, and, I, and, and it's the greatest, best thing that's ever happened to me, and I can't help saying it is a good novel. Yes. It dates a bit like the older after about 30 years, but it, it's, a, it's a good one. I'm, pr I'm pleased with it. But I think you should be. I, I've started reading have it. Have you read it? I haven't read it right through. Where did you get a copy from? The Bodleian Library in Oxford. Oh, I've still yes. got some, but yes. The ones in the public libraries have all been read to death. Yes, it's out of print. It's out yes. of print. Yes. Anyway. So you don't so know really what, what, what sort of got her going on the Aryan race? Well, I, I think, I, I, I've always thought it might be something to do with her mother's 
supposed Viking ancestry. Do you think it might be ancestral voices? Do you think Do you think it was it was possibly because she was interested in the ancient Greek gods? She got interested in the Vedic gods of India. Oh yes, yes, definitely. One, oh yes, oh yes, definitely, mm. definitely. I'm sure of that. Right. She, but she thought that she was one of these people who always looking for the truth. Do you know anything about her movements in India during the thirties? No, or until you, she got married. You wouldn't know. Um, would you would you know anything about where she was between 1932 and 1935? No, no. Um, no. She stayed at Tagore's campus. At, uh, she Shatton might Lugget. have told me of things, but I've forgotten. She mentioned state teaching at a place called Gerandan College near Delhi. She might have mentioned it, and I've forgotten. You, you don't it. know. I don't know any okay. well. And in also in Mathura. Do you know when she first started living in Calcutta? I don't know when, but I think she was married in Calcutta. Yes. My Mukherjee, Mukherjee had his... Okay. He edited, he edited some newspaper, I can't remember the name right. of it. Just before we come to Mukherjee, can I ask about someone else? She, before she met Mukherjee, she took a job with the Hindu mission in Calcutta. I've heard her speak of that. And, and, and somebody called, the president of it was called Srimat Swami Satyananda. No, I don't know. She never talked of him. Well, if she did, I must I didn't remember. He, 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 was, he, I know she had something to do with the Hindu. He was, he, was an, he, he, like Mukherjee, was another high-caste Brahmin. But Mukherjee, she used to tell me, I never met him, but she said he was so light-colored he could have passed white. Yes. Which means he was a very high-caste Brahmin. Well, she married him in January 38. Oh, sorry, right. she, she met him in January 38. She married him in 38. I think she married him after the outbreak of the war. It was, oh, did she? I thought it was before. Well, I understood she, that he gave it, he married her. She was supposed to be a white marriage. They were never supposed to have laid a finger on each other, but my mother didn't believe it. I'm inclined to believe it, but her mother didn't. But by now, our mothers don't believe it. Do, do you know when and where he was born? No. No. Do, do you know anything about his family like that? Well, I tried, when she died, I was trying to find his family. Yes. And I found a new, uh, 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 envelope. I mean, I had an awful lot of stuff I had to, Dispose of it, she's no business. Well, he was already dead, wasn't he? He died, yes, oh yes, he died. She nursed him when he died, I won't jump the gun. He, um, I'm sorry my teeth are not, I'm not very worried. He, uh, he ha I, I found an envelope, I found a letter written in either Bengali or Urdu or whatever, which, yes. whichever, but unfortunately it was addressed in English. Yes. And it was addressed to Amrit Krishna Mukherjee. His name was Adit Krishna. Asit. So I thought, Asit, A-S-I-T. Yes. So I thought, well, Adit and Adit Krishna and Amrit Krishna have just got to be brothers. Yes. And so I thought, the It was police, addressed in her hand, in her hand. Oh, no, addressed in somebody's hand. Oh, I see, yes. I don't know. Not hers. And, uh, and I, um, the police came, of course, you know, when they, if you ever have a foreign visitor die on you, all the performance. Mm. For the police and whatnot. I mean, you, 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 it was very interesting, but oh, well. We'll come to that later. Yes. And yes. um, I said, I thought that was his, her brother. Mm. Because I, I wanted to, to see, to. Because so, they were interested in next of kin. And they would never, the police would never tell. They said, we found some of the people in the end who weren't interested, but they wouldn't tell me. They refused to tell me. Mm. So I think her brother, and actually her brother-in-law, her brother-in-law officiated at his funeral. He was cremated on the bank of the river like the others are. 
Mm. I remember saying that he appreciated the school. So I think I'm Rick Christian. I don't know anything about them. But you don't know his address? No. No. Well, they took the envelope away and never gave it to me back, so I can't tell you. I can't remember, which I'm sure it's a long time now. It's said that he studied at London University. He probably did. Yeah, you don't know when. Not when, no, I know, I don't know when, he probably did. Um, do you know, do you know when he visited the Soviet Union? Oh, no, I never heard, I never knew he had. One more question he, about... He probably knew I wouldn't be interested in that, but he didn't tell me. Right, well, a few more questions just before we, we get on to, um, her, la- her, the, her life after the war. She, she knew the Indian nationalist leader, Subhas Chandra Bose. Well, I've heard her speak of Subhas Chandra Bose. Yes. And I mean, she is with my daughter, she actually cheered one. But I have no idea what I've never heard until she mentioned it. Right. And I frankly never felt any interest in him because of his political. How close do you think she and her husband were to him? I haven't the faintest idea. You so, but she, no, she never talked about Well, I know, you know, I, I was just really that kind of thing. I didn't find any in. We, when we were together, we talked about quite other things. Yes. And when she went on about politics, I didn't know who the heck she was talking about. Well, here's... But I know she, she did speak of yes. cheering Shubash yes. Ch- Chandra Bowles. Why did she something. leave India in November 1945 and come back to Europe? I never... I, 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 she was let... When I met her, she was in England lecturing on the Pharaoh at Yes. And that is what the, that is how the interest was. Why do you think she left it? Never question, I never, never thought to question yeah. it. But and you knew she, she went to Iceland lecturing. Well, uh, this That's how she met Sven Hedin jumping the gun again. Um, where did you meet? We met in, and I've got, no, that's what I want to tell you. I want to tell you how we met. Go ahead. No, no, I'll, I'll be as brief as I can, but it's yeah. nice. I'm sorry, the political questions, we never talked about it. She talked about them to her, my neighbour. But I mean, I was just so, frankly, so bloody bored. Mm, mm. I mean, I'm just not interested in politics. Mm. I don't read my own politics. Mm. I vote conservative, vote for the left. Tell me how you know it. Well, I lived in a funny little house, place, a funny place in Drury Lane, still standing in Drury Lane. Now turned into luxury flats. Mm-hmm. In a warehouse, and it was a tenement flat, an old-fashioned tenement flat. We still had gas light. I'm just digressing for a moment. We're gone. Putting in the picture. It's fine. We still had gas light in 1957 in the room. Mm. To put our own electricity in. And I paid nine and threepence a week in the middle of London for a big sitting room and a medium-sized kitchen. Nine and threepence? In 19... For 1942, until, uh, well, till, till I left, I, when my neighbours went, went away, I took all the rooms, and I was only paying £3.63 when I died, when she died. When well, when that? I left. When was that? When I left. When was that? I, when I left London. Yes. Uh, and, uh, no, when was that? Well, I gave up the flat, fine, I, I bought this house in 72. Yes. I gave up the flat when I, when it gave me up in coming on the Covent Garden yes. alterations. Yeah. In 78, and I was only paying £3.63 then. So do you wonder yeah. I saved? So you kept it going for six years after you bought well, it? Well, I, well, I, I was, uh, yeah, it was nice to have the two places, and then I decided to save. Yes. Well, mine, I was on my own for several years. I came 1942 to Drury Lane. I was on my own until 1946. 
and then eventually the two rooms over the other side of the landing which I'd been dithering about taking on in those days, I was very hard up. Mm. And suddenly a very grand, very ladylike, right, essence of gentility, essence of superiority turned up to all our surprise because the old people in the house were very godlike indeed. But we got on all right. Took the, the rooms and I, and when I opened, when she knocked on my door to introduce herself, I thought, you know what I mean, she's uh, what I call dowdy gentility, just about the dowdy gentility, you know, that, and that loop that, well, she joined the ATS, the first thing they did when she joined the ATS was to make her a sergeant, need I say more, mm. need I say more, and freshly, absolutely perfectly, and she did say, and, I, as I opened the door to, to her, I thought, now you, oh, gentlemen, now you're going to be very nice, or very nasty, let's see, and I was 100% right. Anyway, we introduced ourselves, she was interested because I had a coat of arms design painted on my skylight, she mm. thought it meant something, it was only a bit of fancy work, she thought I might be well connected with something, but wasn't. Anyway, we got on like a house on fire first, and perfectly well, I thought, oh, she's all right, but there's one thing I'm never going to do, I'm never going to respect her, because she could, if she wanted to be up bossy and awkward, she started having noises stops, soon she came to Drury Lane, you know, what I call a, a noise, no, noise and smell, mm. what's that noise and what's that smell, mm. you know the time, mm. but we got on like a house on fire, mm. And when I'd speak to her, of course, I had a shelf full of books, and mm. she had books, and we were, and we, we found we liked reading, and so we had plenty to get on with, but there was just that little something about her you had to be. Anyway, I thought when I'd known her a little while, I thought, oh, you're a lesbian. Well, of course, in the, in the 1946, you didn't talk about lesbians, and you didn't go around saying, oh, I'm lesbian, or I'm gay. Mm. You kept quiet about it. I thought, you're a lesbian, no doubt about it. And then, well, a little bit later, she admitted, she, she told me she was. I said, oh, I guess that long ago. Oh, I guess that long ago. Oh, don't worry me. Well, my friends were gays anyway. I'm one of those people who get up. I'm, you know, I'm not married, I don't want to be, and I mm. get on very well with gays. Mm. Well, she told me then, she started to tell me about one or two of her old affairs, and she'd had a very passionate affair with the um, dancer Lubov Chernyshaver of the Russian Ballet. Mm. And she said, oh, some years ago, she said, oh, that's all over for me. I'm not going to have any, there's not going to be any more of that in my life. I've finished with all that. Never again. Never again. I'm, 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 I'm through with it all now. And I had the most extraordinary intuition, this is what to say. You know how you say, I, I do have sometimes, I know something's going to happen. And it, it does happen. And I said right away, I said, oh no, you haven't finished. I said, one of these days, you're going to come up these stairs and you're going to say to me, oh, I've met the most interesting person and it's going to start all over again. It's as though I spoke, somebody else spoke. Oh, she said, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I, I said, you wait and see. Anyway, about three months later, she was one of these 
self-assured people to have a conversation and completely forget about it. Mm. You know, and she could blow you up and not speak to you for six months and be perfectly happy on the same landing, you know, that day. Mm. Mm. About three months later, knocked on my door. Oh, well, I must tell you. Oh, I've met the most interesting person. Oh, I, I, met, I was in the, it was either the express or the ABC there. You know those little chappies we used to have. Mm. You, you remember, the, you, you, you're you old enough to remember those, aren't you? Mm. Joe Lyons, mm. one of them. Mm. And, uh, I was either the ABC or the express that was near, quite near, um, near the museum. And Savita had been, she was to spend a lot of time in the reading room writing. And Rita had a, she worked in a typewriting agency nearby. Mm. And she used to pop into the express. So I went and expressed in the day, whichever the day it was. I went in, she came to my table. Oh, she said, she's white, look. As English, European, and she dressed in a sari, and she said she'd got bracelets from there to there, you know, there were all those things. Race up the rest of the animals, beautifully, oh, and she is an interesting person. She's, I mean, talking, oh, she's marvellous. And I thought, oh, well, you know, this is the interesting, this is a person. And she said, tell me something. Have you, and she was, she said, sorry to interrupt myself again. She was one of those people that she knew two or three things very well. And every, she thought, you couldn't do anything unless you were trained, you know, they're mine. She disp one of the things she despised above everything was the self-taught. Mm. The self-taught. She says, and she knew several things perfectly. She was the best typist ever in the days before in all time, I mm. But she said, tell me, have you ever heard of Atanelton? Of course, I lit up. I said, oh, the heretic pharaoh of Egypt, who's that Thomas' father-in-law, Nefertiti's husband. Oh, you've heard of him. I said, oh, good Lord, yet he's the most interesting of all the pharaohs. Yes. I said, i never heard of him in my life. Well, she's writing about him. She knows all about him, and she's writing a book about him. I said, oh, this is interesting. Oh, this is lovely. I said, oh, I can tell you all, and I was very kind, I, I gave her all, and I, I let loose all the knowledge on her, and mm. I knew know something about it. I said, oh, I can tell you all about it, and I said, oh, the Amarna dynasties are the most interesting of the lot, they're wonderful, marvelous period. And so, oh, I'm seeing her, I'm seeing her again tomorrow. So she said, oh, I told her, you, I told her, and her name is, and her real name, by the way, was Maximiani Portas. How do you spell Portas? P-O-R-T-A-S. I have seen it spelled Z. Mm. But I, I have too, but yes. which was right? I mean, I'm not sure which is right, but I, 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 I would think it, it's the S. So do I, but I, I have seen it, for instance, on Maximiani, her thesis. Maximiani, you can spell Maximiani, can't you? Yes, I can. But yes. for instance, on her thesis, it was with a Z. I, I find it rather peculiar. Yes, I, I think, I think the S. But she used to, she spelled it with an S, did she? Yeah, I, well, I think she did, yes, yeah. yeah. Okay. But I was called a They, they called a and in India would come to that. Um, now, where am I? Now, I'm, 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 I'm,
I've always been a person to, uh, to cockatoo. I like to cockatoo do a little bit of crowing. And I really didn't know about Egypt. Something, and uh, if you say you've read some of the distance, hmm? you say you've read some of the distance that are changes. Yes. Well, you know the heroine was very jealous. Hmm. It's an actress, an actress. Yes. Well, I mean, that's my trouble. I was, and nowadays I'm so, I've been so comfortable here that I've lost a lot of it because I've got, uh, I've had nearly everything I wanted until my damn legs went, hmm. which I'm very angry about. But I used to be furious, and oh, for six years before I met Savitri, which I'm coming to now, I had the most miserable six years of my life. I know it was worse for people who had people fighting in the war, mm. and I hadn't. But I was crazy about, you've heard of Ivan Novello, haven't you? Yes. Well, I was crazy about Ivan Novello. Mm. And with reason, he was not only a very beautiful man, but he was a very nice man. Mm. If I had to fall in love with somebody, I chose the right person. He was a darling. Mm. And he was the most beautiful human being I've ever laid eyes on in my life. Mm -hmm. And um, talk about Greek statues, who's the Antinous of the Louvre come to life. Mm. And uh, I had a, I went to work for him just after a while. I went to on tour with him. I was a wardrobe mistress. And uh, the worst mistake I ever made in my life, because the person I worked with, was set a heart on getting rid of me, and over the months I was on tour, we had a misunderstanding, and I got fired for something that was not mine, mm. because I was supposed to be a trouble, a trouble a nuisance, a troublemaker, mm. and jealousy of somebody else helped. Anyway, anyway, I and I had a misunderstanding with Ivan Novello that didn't clear up for years. Mm. And I was heartbroken. I used to break my, and there was this Veronica, because we called her next door, on good terms with all, with all the different stars, and my idea of good, of heaven then was to be in with the principals. Mm. Unfortunately, if you, they were rather snobby about backstage stuff in those days. They're not so much now, it's that gone. And I was furiously killed. But Veronica had a job. Also in Veronica, the, in the, in the, in the stage. What? Veronica was a typist. Mm. A ty she typed play scripts. Right. And she decided, I decided to work at home and she decided to work at home. Mm. So she did her typing and duplicating at home and I did my sewing at home. Right. She, no, no, she's nothing about Did she, she know Ivan Novello? No. No. She didn't know him for, no, but unfortunately she got to know him to other people. I mean, no, no, she didn't know him. She knew, she, well, she knew him, you know, she, she went to see his children and that, but she didn't know him, but no. I, yeah. I, he died in 1950, just as, a year after we became, we were becoming good friends, and I was beginning to get all I wanted, which was only to be friendly and be able to talk to him properly, it, just as it was happening, and ever, he died, mm. suddenly died, so it was a shame, yes, mm. otherwise it might have been, we could have several very happy years, I think. Anyway, well, well, I'm and of course I was bitterly, bitterly jealous of Peter because she could, uh, no, no. Now, she, she, she said, oh, you won't think, you, you won't, I don't think you would admire Savitri. Uh, Maxi, Maxi, she's all called Maxi sometimes. Um, she only call her Savitri because it's, uh, she's, she's married to an Indian, it's an Indian name they gave her. When she was married, 
her Indian Veronica knew all this for talking to her. She, yes, she told oh, And she started to tell you this. She said, Veronica told me. Yes. She said, and Sarita told me herself, her Indian relations said, oh, you can't be that Timiani Mufiki, it does sound funny. We'll give you a nice Indian name. So I should have, she all described herself as a song worshipper. And, and as she, uh, I mean, as she had this something, they called her Savitri. Right. Savitra. Savitri, you know, you know, the spouse, spouse, spouse. So, so anything. Yes. So she was Savitri Devi, you know, the Devi is the lady. Savitri, Sramati Savitri Devi Mukherjee, it sounded that nice. And the Indians thought Maximiani Mukherjee sounded weird. So, um, that was how she came to be Savitri. And I don't knew her as Savitri. And, uh, but anyway, she said, so Vita, what we call Veronica, Vita said, she's not really, well, I don't think you call her pretty, she's a guy like Glamour Pussy, I said, she sounds wonderfully in- interesting to me. Would you like to meet her? I said, oh, I'd love to meet her, yes. Well, she's coming to see me. Well, we met on the landing in September 1946. Mm-hmm. Up the stairs comes this little woman, and you've seen pictures of her, you've got people. You know, she was rather like, she was one of those, she always put me in mind of a... Well, what about that period, I huh? I've only seen two pictures of her, one well, of, I've got one taken in 1940. I've got someone when she was young, I'll show you in a minute. And the one, you know, yeah. when she was quite old? Yes, yes, we all have got one of her when she's very old. But, um, if you've got to the German lightning and the, uh, uh, gold in the furnace, there's a picture of when she's very old. Mm. It's not a very good reproduction, is it? No, it's bad. It's a bad reproduction. But she knows. Anyway, now where am I? Well, she was what I call a little bird, birdie little woman. She, mm. she had, you can see from her, I wonder if it's not sure she's been, she had basic, very good looks. She had the most beautiful long neck, which she inherited from her mother. And when, you know, one of those necks that went on for, went on forever, like mm. who was wasn't it King Harold's little mistress? He's a, he's a swan then. Mm. And, um, a Roman, I think we call a Roman nose more, a very good profile. And although she had very bad eyesight, she had beautiful dark eyes. Mm. And she had the, she could, when I first knew her, believe it or not, she had peroxided hair. Mm-hmm. She had brown hair, like, a long hair, but very fine thin. And it would be pretty when it was young, but she never had thick hair. Mm. But she had this rather fine face. She could look very, very nice. Mm. And that picture, that drama picture of her, the, 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 the sorry, I mean, she looked wonderful there, because mm. she's well made up. Mm. But she did, I thought she had the foundation of very good look. Mm. But she went, but she had this peroxided hair because she got the idea she wanted to be so airy and she wanted to have golden hair and she peroxided her hair. Mm. But that didn't last very long, she grew it out. Mm. And so when I first, she said, wavy, I have that picture I can't find of her with, with it, so I've got, but I have one. Anyway, you met her on the stairs as she was coming up to have tea or something with you. Yes, yes, yeah. I met her. And we met right away, we clicked like that. She said, oh, she's a beautiful man, of course. You know, French people do have, you know, the well brought up French ladies, they were just damn good manners. And she's, we met, and right, oh, I thought, what a nice person. Of course I was wanting to know, because I wanted to have a good gab about that nothing with her. Mm-hmm. 
And, oh, we chuck to each other like that, smack. But of course I'm not. I've always said I, maybe I'm potentially lesbian, I've never met the right person. What I fell in love with was the most, was, was the most effeminate man I could have found. <laughs> That's what I, I like, I like. What I could fall in love, if I'd married a man and he'd had a sex change, yeah. I could have gone on quite happily with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I, I've never loved, liked a woman enough to want to have an affair with her. Mm-hmm. But all I did, all I thought to you, we just, we just, just went together like two are. Yeah. And so the next day my neighbour said, oh, she does like you. I said, well, I like her. I think she's awfully nice. So we became friends. And then she was in rather unsatisfactory digs somewhere. I forget where. And so was she, she staying with, with somebody called Mrs. Ponworth in Highgate? She, and I, I think it was somewhere up there. But I know she was, her digs were not, I don't know why, but her digs were not very. Yeah. Because she would bring stray cats in. Mm. To a dig. Remember, she, she got thrown out digs in Iceland for bringing stray cats in and feeding them with fish. Mm. You know how clean they are over there. Mm. That was a trouble. The cat business was a thing on its own. Mm. But I like cats for God's sake, but, I'm, but I mean, she did some damn things. So, she could stay at, at, at So then, so Vika took her, and she's coming to live with me. And then, of course, Vika said, I'm in love with her. I said, what did I say? I said, you remember what I said about one day you come up the... So you did. You did something. So, yeah, I said, I knew one of these days somebody would come out and now it happened just as I said, didn't it? And she didn't really want to believe it, but she had to. Well, they had her for a little... So Vita would... So as attitude to me, she said, if I... And Vita was kind to me. She took me in when I needed a place to go. She lent her 15 pounds. Which she did, which Sabisha did repay. Mm. She said, she was kind to me, she helped me. Well, if I can repay her by letting her caress me, hold me in her arms and caress my breasts, what harm does it? Where, where's the harm done? Mm. That was her attitude. Mm. But I don't think it's ever went any more than that. Mm-hmm. But Sabisha could. She, got, she was well on the way to being madly in love with her Terrellas. With who? Her Oh, yes. Her so well on the way to being yes. her Terrellas. Yes. Oh, I hurt her, I hurt her, I hurt her. Mm. And, uh, she, um, anyway, we did, we, and then there was a play on the radio by Leonard Cottle. Do you remember Leonard Cottle? Well, I remember his books. Yes, he died. And I imagine you were interested in his books, too. Oh, I've got and, uh, them, yes, yes, and I met him. Very interested I in that area, him. wasn't he? Huh? Bull of Minos. Oh, oh, yes, yes, oh, yes, yes, I met him, and I... Was a bias, wanted to get to know him better, but it didn't work. He was not very. Can, can I just ask at this point? Um, you, 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 um, you, you met Savitri for the first time in 1946. September 1946. Yes. And, and she, she got off, she went, she went off to Iceland. Is that your front door? Yes. Just right. a minute. All right. Well, let, let, let's go back. Have she so she stayed with Vika for a, for a bit. Oh, quite a long time, till... November, when she the, went to Iceland. Yes, then she was about it. Now, while she was with Vika... Now, all this time, the Nuremberg trials were going on, weren't well, they? Well, they were, but I wasn't bothering Ned about them. Did she talk about Goering hanging? Uh, uh, no, she was not coming to. She was with Vika all this time. So, since she went to... 
she was in, she was lecturing. What she was in England doing was lecturing on the Pharaoh at Nelson. Yes. And I went to hear a lecture at the Egyptian Hall. A son of, a uh, son of God had recently been published. Yes, that was, yes, yes. recently published. Yes. And the thea- she, she died owing the Theosophical Society 200 pounds from printing, I might tell you, but that was typical of her. Mm. She would pay for her own publication mm. all the time. Mm. But then, of course, as she dedicated everything to Hitler, well, what else mm. could she do? Mm. Um, anyway, now, I helped her get ready for the lecture. I'm very pleased. But she had lovely Indian jewels, and you know those bangles that tie her. Where was she giving the lecture? At the Egyptian Hall. Where's that? In somewhere, I'll get the addresses. I don't, it's, you know, it's a long year. This is a year ago, you know. I've been going back nearly 50 years. Mm. Um, somewhere in, in, but we all went down. I helped to get ready. Yeah. And now when she got on the platform with the lights on, and she made her, she made herself up nicely. She had this peroxide hair, which did suit her. And rather wait. Have you got a picture of her like No, that's, I've got, I have a picture, if I can find them, those are pictures I can't find, but I will find them. Mm. And when I come across them, you shall have them. Right. I'd like you to see that, because it was, she was quite blind. And when she was on the lights, on the platform, and, you know, she used to get all emotional, tired of get tears, and, and she, that's what I'm, keep trying to come to. She looked really beautiful, I thought, well, you know, I'm so proud that I've helped to get her ready. Mm. She looked so nice. I was very fond, very fond of her, despite her idiocies, I was very fond of her. And uh, she did have some idiocies, but... And... Uh, when was this lecture? Uh, well, in, uh, sometime in 1946, before she went to Eichmann. Right. Then she was invited, she gave two lectures at the hall. So then we met her, the lady... Who owned this hall? I mean, oh, I haven't this wasn't it. anything to do with the the, 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 the Egyptian embassy. Or oh, I don't know. I know it's, it's a place in London. It's always been called Egypt. Right. I really haven't been. I was, think it was near the museum. Yeah. I really don't know where it was now. It's too long ago. Yes. It's so you know, you must remember this is 1946. It's 1995 now. Yes. I was a young woman, a young energetic woman, and now I'm an old. Oh, oh, Paul, I can walk properly. Thank God my wits are about. I've got my chairs at home. <laughs> but, so, I'd give anything to be young like that again.